What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hank Show. Why, hello there, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive. Here in lovely... And, oh my God, yesterday was so much better. A beautiful, lovely Kenston, North Carolina. It wasn't 98 degrees with 95% humidity yesterday. We had a good time. Going to get to, man, got so much to get to here in the next little bit. But, hey, today is Thursday, August the 24th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is episode 914 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, why? They will be joining me in the at the end of the second hour today for a very long birthday game. It's a fun one, but man, it's a long birthday game today. Man, we've got another great show for you today. And again, just like yesterday, both guests are going to be joining us here in our plush, well-lit, and well-protected studio on Whitehall Drive. Here in our first hour, we're going to be joined by the sales executive to the stars at WRNS, Jason Bryant. We have got a full slate of high school football games coming up tomorrow night, but the big game is our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week, Green Central at Kinston. We're going to talk to him about that. We're going to break down uh, last week's game a little bit. We uh, we got to see Green Central last week as they took on North Lenore. He stayed with us through, uh, I guess, a, a, a portion of the first quarter, and then uh, he beat feet over to uh, the South Central where he witnessed – the uh, the South Central Kinston game, a game in which uh, Kinston lost uh, for only the second time in Ryan Diesel Gieselman's uh, career, uh, a season opening loss, and uh, so we're going to talk about that. And that's what I think is the beauty of this this morning. We're going to have his perspective since he saw pretty much the last three quarters of the South Central Green Cent- or a South Central Kinston game. I've got great perspective from the uh, Green Central versus North Door game, and uh, man gonna have a lot of fun with that uh, when he joins us well we're gonna talk about other things too but uh we want to get you ready for northland or for uh green central at kenson tomorrow night at seven o'clock don't forget you will hear it live here on 960 the bull 960 the bull.com as myself hall of fame coach jimmy smith paul whittington if his baby hasn't come yet and uh keith spence will be joining us all all four of us live from Kinston High School uh, tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. And a, and a big rivalry game, too. Uh, God, when Jason gets in here, we'll break down some of the historical parts of that. And, uh, man, some uh, not-so-great history for Kinston if they were to come up uh, lo- to lose that game tomorrow night against Green Central. But, uh, man, uh, and that even sets up tomorrow's show, too. Don't forget that uh, tomorrow, eight hours of Brian Hanks here on, the, on uh, 960BetOnTheBull.com. Uh, yeah, that I, I, when I said that, I mean it. Yeah. You get me from seven to 9 a.m. Live then from three to five, the replay of uh tomorrow show, which by the way, 
Paul Whittington will join us in the first hour. Uh, we'll also have uh, uh, Ryan Diesel Gieselman from Kenston, Jay Wilson from uh, Green Central joining us uh, also uh, during tomorrow's show. I hadn't decided yet if I'm going to get him in the first hour or the second hour. I guess that kind of depends on what they can do, too. Uh, and I, I told you I was going to try to get the Bethel coach today uh, since they start their uh, season. And, you know, they had a season off and now starting their season tomorrow, too. So I think I'm going to try to – we're going to try to fit a lot of people in tomorrow's show. But uh, so you'll have me from 7 to 9, then from 3 to 5, then from 5 to 7 – It'll be the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show uh, where you'll hear from those two coaches. You'll hear from uh, South Norhead football coach Will Harrell. They're traveling to Jones Sr. tomorrow night. You'll hear from Parrot Academy head football coach uh, Matt Beeman. They are opening the home portion of their schedule tomorrow as they'll be taking on uh, Northwest Halifax. First time they've ever played them. That'll be an 11-man game. Uh, Aiden Grifton, <laughs> who does Aiden Grifton play? I've got that right here. Aiden Grifton travels to Riverside Martin tomorrow, coming off that big, uh, win, uh, last week, uh, come from behind 10 to eight win field goal in the final minute of the game to, uh, give Paul Cornwell a win in his first, uh, his first game back as an Aiden Grifton coach in three seasons or actually in four seasons. So, man, a lot of great football tomorrow. Cannot wait for it. And, uh, again, you'll get previews of all those games in the uh, Reload Discount Drugs pregame show. Uh, that goes from 5 to 7. Kickoff for tomorrow night's uh, Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week between Green Central and Kenson. That'll be at 7 o'clock. We'll go until about 10 o'clock. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, well, I don't know if it's eight hours, but it's a solid seven hours of uh, getting to listen to my voice tomorrow. If, if you're if you're into that kind of thing, I think you guys will. Uh, it's going to be a fun day tomorrow here on betonthebull.com. Uh, let's get you caught up on every – oh, I hadn't even told you who our second-hour guest is. Our first-hour guest, Jason Bryant, where we're going to talk about all those games, break those games down. And then in our second hour, first-time guest of the show, and I'm really excited about this uh, guest. He's a self-described serial entrepreneur. He's a gentleman I've known for probably about 15 years or so as Martin White of Envision Professionals. Uh, it's his company, Envision Professionals. He, it's a, quote, one-stop shop for all your business and financial services needs. He's been sharing some valuable information online and on Facebook about becoming financially independent. And God knows in this age, we all need that kind of advice. Uh, Martin's just a good guy. And I tell you what, I've just been intrigued. Like I said, I've known him for about 15 years. I got to tell you how I've gotten to know how I got to know him was, uh, back in the day when I first moved here and even for goodness gracious, probably, I don't know the first six or seven years that I lived here. So up until I guess about 2009, 2010, heck, even after that, probably 2011 or 12, I used to play football. Uh, football <laughs> i used to play basketball over at uh fairfield uh pretty much every tuesday night or thursday night especially during the summer and when they didn't have league games going on after over there and even after sometimes after league games uh i used to I played a lot of basketball and uh martin was one of those guys that was out there and let me tell you something you see him now and i mean he's you know, he's, he's a super professional guy. He's in a, you know, a suit and tie, and he's just sharp as all get out. Let me tell you something. Son of a gun had a nice little jump shot, too. Nice little set shot that 
Uh, if you didn't get in his face, I mean, he was going to dot your eye every single time that uh, he had the ball in his hand. And he was very just, I don't even know how to describe it other than he wasn't flashy. I mean, he had the, one of the quickest releases of a shot that I've ever seen in my life, too. I mean, he was just uh, very good, very good. And so, you know, when I quit playing ball, I don't know if he – he may even still be playing out there. Well, I'll ask him about that when he comes here, uh, like I said, in our second hour. But, uh, but you know, we became Facebook friends when Facebook, I guess, really blew up about 2009, 2010. And it's been fun just watching him evolve uh, into this financial professional that I guess maybe he even was at that time, and I just didn't know it. He was just a dude out playing basketball at Fairfield, kind of like uh, some of the other guys that were out there uh, – uh, but man, I just, it's been really neat watching him. He gives a lot of great advice, uh, in his Facebook posts and, uh, again, can't wait to have him in here. Just intrigued. He's very intriguing. Uh, I can't wait to have him in here. Yeah. I, I, Hey, we all need some financial advice, you know, don't even act, even if you've only got $200 in your, uh, in your checking account, it never hurts to uh, listen to a guy who knows what to do with his money. That's Martin white. And, uh, it's going to be really neat to have him in here and he will be our 450th unique guest in show history. As you know, we started this, uh, this little party here on, uh, December the 2nd, 2019. So we've been going, we're coming up on our fourth year, 914 episodes. And he does, like I said, he becomes our 450th unique guest. And, uh, man, it started with Brian North on day one, like I said, back in December of 2019, and now Martin White becomes our 450th guest. You know, I think we're going to have to do something. When we hit number 500, maybe I'll have like a sash and uh, <laughs> all this other kind of stuff. But that would be kind of neat. Uh, anyway, uh, so there's our show today. Uh, Jason Bryant joining us here in our first hour. Have a good morning, son of Kinston. There you go. Uh, Scott Whittington uh, getting ready to go out and attack the world here this morning as he's uh, walking out of here. But uh, Jason Bryant joining us, a sales executive to the stars of WRNS in our first hour. Martin White of Envision Professionals in our second hour. And, uh, man, going to have another great show here today. Okay. Um, I told you about the high school games. We'll just hit those again. The Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week tomorrow night. It's Green Central at Kenston. Green Central is 1-0 and overall. Kenston is 0-1 They've played each other 20 times, and uh, Kenston leads that series four. I'm, yeah, leads, I'm sorry, they've played each other 21 times. Kenston leads that series 14. You know, I promise I can do uh, I can do uh, English here. One more time. Kenston leads the all-time series 14 to 6. They've played each other 20 times. Last year's game, uh, Green Central won 32 to 20, although – don't be fooled by that final score. It was not nearly that close. It was 32-6 to six Green Central with, uh, I don't even know, a minute and a half, two minutes left in the game. And uh, Kenston uh, racked up back-to-back -to -back touchdowns to make it 32-20. to 20. And uh, Green Central easily won that. However, Kenston had just really dominated that series to that point. They had won 14 of the previous 16 games in that series, including four in a row before uh, last year's game. Uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good game tomorrow night. I, I got to tell you, I've got at this moment, and this is before uh, talking to uh, Diesel and to Jay Wilson tomorrow, I've got Green Central as a slight favorite. I don't know what Massey rankings have at this point, but uh, I would imagine they would probably, especially with Kenson coming off that uh, that loss to South Central and 
Green Central playing as well as they did last week against uh, North Lenore. You'd have to think, even though the game is at Kenston, you would have to think that uh, Green Central is probably favored in that. Although, the last time Green Central won at Kenston was in 2017, so it's been six years, but you know what? And that was in the first round of the playoffs, too. Uh, Green Central won that game 28-6 to after Kenston had beaten them in the regular season that year. But, uh, again... We'll have that all that information for you. We'll have uh, both coaches here on the show in the morning, and then in the David and the uh, Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show, you'll get to hear from both Diesel and Jay Wilson. That's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Other games that are taking place tomorrow are uh, North Lenore, who is zero and one overall. Uh, again, uh, forty six to fourteen loss at Green Central last week, and they are back on the road this week as they travel to Farmville to take on. Man, a Farvel Central team that seems like they have uh, come back from the abyss. I mean, Farvel Central had what four or five, maybe even six years there where they were uh, were terrible. I mean, one win seasons. They may have had uh, a couple of no win seasons. I just know it had gotten to the point where if you had Farvel on your schedule, that you can almost go ahead and chalk that up as a dub. And even North Lenore, as much as they struggled last year, and they only won one game. All season last season, who was that win against? That's right, Farmville Central, a 30-29 to win in Wheat Swamp last year uh, for their only win of the season. I think North North is going to have a little bit of a tough time. Goldsboro is 1-0. and Goldsboro, Farmville Central is 1-0. and They beat Goldsboro last weekend. They beat them like a drum. And I kept being told that uh, this is going to be a pretty good season for uh, Goldsboro Evidently not, uh, unless Farmville Central is just that good, and God knows there's always a possibility of that, that the Jaguars are going to be that good. Listen, when I got here, Farmville Central, they (laughs) – I I know I've told this story before of when I was in western North Carolina and I was a sport – or prep sports editor for the Gaston Gazette, assistant sports editor for the Shelby Star, and I had a vote in the uh, Associated Press poll. And, you know, listen, I've always said those polls are so unscientific. I mean, now the Associated Press would do a really, really good job of trying to get sports writers from across the state to vote uh, in their poll. And at one time, I think we had probably 25, 26 sports writers from around North Carolina. Like I said, I represented the Gaston Gazette for several years and then the Shelby Star for a couple of years, too, when I was was with them. But uh, my point in telling you all that is, is that I would always see Farmville Central, and I always thought that was the coolest name. And, you know, and I, I did my homework. I read North Carolina Prep News and uh, Arnold Solomon and everything he did with uh, NC Preps uh, before uh, Deanna King took over. Uh, so I did my homework and all that, but I was always fascinated by Farmville Central, and they were just they were a powerhouse. They were a 2A and 3A powerhouse in North Carolina back in the, the 90s and even early 2000s before I got here. And then I got to tell you, even, you know, having met some of the coaches through the years and especially with Larry Williford on the basketball side over at Farmville Central, I've just been very, very impressed with them. But, uh, but again, with all the success they'd had in football, state championships, of course they were great in baseball too, there for a long time, uh, great in basketball. In fact, one of the greatest uh, basketball players that came uh, to my alma mater at UNC Charlotte was a Farmville Central guy in Jarvis Lang. And uh, so I, I've always kind of had a little uh, a little spot in my heart for Farmville until they started beating Kinston. 
in uh, basketball. But that's a story for another day. But uh, at least, uh, listen, I like me some Larry Williford, those those folks over at Farmville. They have turned it around. And I wondered about it last year when they made that run. I, they ended up finishing third in the Eastern Plains 2A behind uh, West Craven in first place and Green Central in second place. And I got to tell you, Farmville's a team to be uh, dealt with now. Uh, I think Deanna King or somebody's going to have the NC Preps poll going. I will have at this moment, if I were voting uh, top 10 in 2A football in the state of North Carolina, I would have Farmville Central in there. And just to know from where they have come from in the last three or four years to get back to that kind of status, that says a lot about Farmville. It also says a lot about the battle that North Lenore is going to have tomorrow night when uh, they travel to Farmville to take on Farmville Central. So that's the second game of tonight. Then South Lenore and Jones Sr. South Lenore travels to Trenton to take on Jones Sr. The Blue Devils are 0-1 after a closer than the final score indicates 22 to nothing loss at North Johnston and Kenley last week. Jones Sr. had a just a, a terrible, terrible, terrible home loss last week. I believe it was 54 to nothing was their loss. But both teams 0-1. I fully expect South Lenore to uh, to take care of business to get back to 500 with a win tomorrow night in Trenton. Parrot Academy uh, whew, has a tough loss for them uh, last week. Uh, we knew it was going to be a tough game, and even when you heard Matt Beeman talking about it, listen, Harold's Christian is one of those just all-time great uh, North Carolina Independent School Athletic Association teams. They were uh, a, a tough out. They were a tough team. When they were an eight-man team, and when they went to 11-man, it, it's not like it got any uh, easier for opponents. That 47 to nothing loss for uh, Parrot Academy. Uh, last week, that ends up being, uh, hold on, I've got, I actually uh, was doing some homework last night uh, or yesterday afternoon. Uh, ends up being, it's tied for the ninth worst loss in, uh, in Parrot Academy history, uh, 47 points. Tied with a 47-point uh, loss at Raleigh Word of God on November the 5th, 2010. But if you're thinking, is that uh, when's the last time they had uh, this bad a loss? Well, you have to go back 10 years, almost exactly 10 years. Uh, and Well, not exactly. We're still a couple months away. But the worst loss in uh, Parrot Academy history was the last time they gave up more than 47 point, a 47-point loss. That was on October 11th, 2013. When uh, Parrot Academy lost at uh, Rocky Mount Academy, that was a 64 to nothing loss then on October the 11th, 2013. So uh, uh, there you go with that. Uh, but, 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 but the Down East Wood Ducks got to go out there last night. All right, let me give you the other games. Like I said, uh, Northwest Halifax at Parrot. Both teams are 0-1 going in that game. That'll be an 11-man game. Aiden Grifton coming off that huge uh, win last week. They are 1-0. They travel to Riverside Martin, who has not played yet this year. And uh, Richland's Liberty Christian is at Bethel Christian. That's the uh, first game for Bethel Christian this year. And actually, the first game in a couple of years for the Trojans. Uh, taking on a first-year program in Richlands Liberty Christian. That'll be an eight-man game. That should be a pretty good game tomorrow night at uh, at Bethel Christian Academy. Uh, Down East Wood Ducks last night, uh, a tough 5-3 to three loss last night to uh, Fayetteville at Historic Granger Stadium. Uh, they are now 24-26 and 26 overall. They're in fourth place in the Carolina League South. 
They are six games behind the hated Carolina Mudcats in the Carolina League North. However, or wait a minute, I said uh, Wood Ducks. I'm sorry, they're in the Car- they're in fourth place in the Carolina League North. <sighs> Reading English, not my first uh, language. It seems like this morning does it, but they did. They lost five to three. It was their second loss in a row. A uh, big week of promotions will continue. You know, we had John Clemens on here yesterday, and you heard him talking about it. Uh, tonight is Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday, always a fun time at Historic Granger Stadium. But, man, it's ECU weekend at the old ballpark, and it is going to be a blast. Uh, I've seen both these. They're awesome. There's an ECU co-branded hat giveaway Friday night, tomorrow night. And, uh, no, I'm not going to be able to be at the game, but uh, Linda's going to use our tickets, and she's going to give me my hat. Although, i got to thank uh, Mr. Greg Clements, who has offered me uh, all his ECU uh, co-branded gear this weekend. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, because Saturday, man, an ECU co-branded jersey on Saturday. Uh, you heard what John Clements said here yesterday. He reiterated it with me yes, or last night at the game because I was, I just want to make sure I heard him right. They've already sold 2,500 tickets for uh, Saturday night's game. Uh, now listen, the, the Woodman crew is going to be out there. I'm a Woodman member. So excited about that. Uh, we're going to be hanging out with, uh, the great Danny rice and Woodman, <coughs> but here's the deal guys. They've only got a thousand jerseys to give away. Okay. A thousand jerseys, uh, or to the first 1000 fans and these you want this jersey uh i actually wore uh my uh my kinston uh 252 jersey last night uh and just and had a blast i mean i it, it fits so well it looked good uh for and i gotta mention this too i know my my, my friend shane albee who is a pa guy out there he is uh he gave uh andy mckinney quite the uh introduction last night andy who runs the uh, video board for uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. Throughout the first pitch last night, uh, Mr. Uh, Greg Clemens and I, we were chanting, Andy, Andy. Uh, I think Linda joined in with us. Uh, Pam Sheffield, she helped with us too, and her daughter. And uh, although our boy uh, Andy didn't get it to the plate, he still represented himself well. Hey, who am I to talk? If you remember, we talked about this last year for the first pitch for uh, I got to do uh, the very last home game last year, uh, throw out a first pitch for the Down East Wood Ducks with it being my last game uh, doing public address. And uh, I didn't even get it. And, and I threw off the front of the mound. I didn't even throw off the mound. I threw out in front of the mound. I still didn't even get it there. So, Andy, don't feel bad. Uh, I think Shane said you registered about a 26-mile-an-hour pitch. So, uh, there you go. But, uh, man, a lot of fun, a lot of great things going to be happening out at Granger Stadium over the next few days uh, in this homestand. And it is. It's the next to the last homestand for the Down East Wood Ducks. So get out there, support them. And, uh, again, man, that Friday night, a uh, sweet, sweet ECU co-branded uh, Down East Wood Ducks hat. It's got the Wood Duck on the front, uh, the Pirate logo on the side. It is beautiful. And then the jersey is just awesome. And, again, I guess the point I was trying to make a couple minutes ago before I got off on my Andy McKinney uh, rant there, well, not rant, but uh, just letting you know about him, was that uh, don't forget, as I, as uh, John Clemens said yesterday, uh,
as uh, as, uh, John Clement said yesterday, they've already sold 2,500 tickets. Do the math. There's 1,000 jerseys that they're giving away. Uh, So you want to get out there early. And gates open at 4 for the 5 o'clock first pitch. If you're a season ticket holder like Linda and I are, and I can promise you this, we're going to be out there early. Well, we're going to be out there early anyway for the – for the Woodman event that's going on. Can't wait to hang out with a couple of hundred of our favorite Woodman members, including Danny Rice and Jared Edwards and those guys. But uh, we're going get to out, get out there early uh, because season ticket holders, you get in 30 minutes earlier than uh, the regular public. And I'm, I'm sure every season ticket holder knows that. Maybe I'm just humble bragging when I say that because I really, <laughs> it warms the deep, dark cockles of my heart. Uh, but, uh, man, if you plan on going out there and you're not a season ticket holder and you've already got your tickets in hand like 2,500 other people, then uh, you probably need to be out there. Gates open at 4. If you're out there later than 3.15, I would say, there's a good chance you're not going to get it. I'm going to shoot a, at least a couple of snaps of all the people that are going to be in line Saturday because I'll bet you there will be there will be 1,200 uh, to 1,300 people in line. There are going to be some disappointed people, too, when it gets to about number 700, 800. I know Greg Clemens was talking, and Mr. Clemens, if you're listening, you'll get a kick out of this. I thought it was hilarious what you said. He may go in and get his jersey and then go out towards the end of the line and uh, sell it like scalpers do tickets. I thought that was pretty funny. So uh, I don't know what could he get for that. It's a sweet jersey. He could probably. I bet he could get fifty bucks for that jersey. Yeah, maybe fifty is low. I bet he could get forty bucks for that jersey. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But we'll uh, again. Uh, that's the deal with the Down East Wood Ducks. So get out there. Be sure you are there early Saturday if you've already got your tickets. Listen. Also, uh, don't forget. Man, it's a great thing. And Jason's not going to be able to join us live in here. He's going to join us on our uh, Spence Automotive guest line. Uh, so we're getting him up here on our line right now. But I'll tell you what, one of the cool things that uh, Jason has done, and it's a part of uh, something that Chris Hatcher is doing with the station too, with Elite Land Management, is we are giving away tomorrow a sweet Shaq Thompson autographed full-size Carolina Panthers helmet uh, all you have to do is go to betonthebull.com. The drawing is tomorrow. And uh, Jason Bryant joins us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now. And, dude, listen, I'm not even a Panthers fan, okay? I'm a helmet fan. I'm a, you know, I love autographs. I love all that stuff. Jason, tell everybody how sweet this helmet is. It is a really sweet helmet. I want it so bad, but unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately I can't. And that's the rules, but somebody take advantage of it, register. Um, you got a little bit more time. We'll draw tomorrow, and um, I will contact the winner, and we'll post on Facebook tomorrow. I know. Uh, I actually know a couple of the winners already, and I think Ryan Stevenson won last week, didn't he? He did. There, it, there was a mini helmet last week. I forget who it was signed by. Um, but Ashley Mills won a Shaq Thompson um signed uh football in week two and brian mender um won a t-shirt and a hat the first week kind of build it up every week and then we got this and it's possible that we'll have some carolina panthers tickets to give away later in the in the football season once they get going but yeah exciting time thanks to chris and for sponsoring that and yeah, it, it's really sweet, Brian. Really sweet. 
Well, I've saved talking about this on the air until I had you on there with me. You're going to love it. As you know, I produce the uh, True Smoke Barbecue uh, podcast that uh, David Watkins does. Uh, I think that was our 13th one that we've done. It had been a few months since we had done one, but we've got the True Smoke Barbecue uh, Smokeout coming out or coming up in October. In fact, the Brian Hank Show will be live from there that uh, Friday morning uh from uh, Chris Hatcher Estates. But last week, it was really cool, uh, Jason. Had uh, David Watkins sitting across from me. Had uh, Ryan Stevenson and Chris Hatcher sitting to my left. And you had just called Ryan and told him that he was the winner. So, Ryan, you know, Hatch sits down, and Ryan looks over at him and says, oh, uh, hey, uh, by the way, man, thank you for the mini helmet. I appreciate it. Well, that's funny. <laughs> he was super excited when I talked to him, and uh, – had a really good conversation with Ryan on the phone, and hey, man, more exciting stuff to come. I'm gonna sit down and talk with him, uh, hopefully very soon, and get sure smoke season and involved in a lot of things we do. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It is, man, and I'm telling you, those are those are good guys. Uh, the Brian Hanks show is very excited to be. Uh, a big sponsor of them because they do things, they do things right. But again, I just thought you'd get a kick out of that, that I think you had literally, literally just got off the phone with him. Maybe when he was on his way over here or. Yeah, I think like he that. was. He told, he told me that he was on his way <laughs> to, to do a podcast. So, so, yeah, how about, so how about that, that, you know, he gets here and then Hatch sits down. He gets to personally thank. I mean, he gets to thank. he got to thank you for drawing his name out, but he got to thank Hatch for the actual prize itself. But I'm telling you, dude, well, wait a minute. You didn't answer my, I sent you a text yesterday when you and I, you know, you and I pretty much text back and forth every day anyway, which I, I love because you're my boy and all that, but you never answered my question, JB. Am I, am I eligible for that helmet? No. What? <laughs> I, no. I'm a contract employee. I'm not a full-time employee of 960 on the Bull. I understand. That's not my company thing. That's an FCC thing. Uh, yeah. Well, look, FCC's okay. got a, a lot of weird rules. And, Brian, I'm telling you, we don't need to, to make the FCC mad. So we have to play <laughs> by, the, by their rules. Uh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is Linda eligible? I have to find out. I'm not sure. Okay. What about Scott? Scott should be. He doesn't live here, and he's a completely separate entity. See, I my gut is I bet Linda's not because if I am technically an employee and she is, she likes to brag and call herself the executive producer of the show. So that probably that right there probably makes her ineligible, right? And the fact that she's your fiance and in the household <laughs> in which you reside. Oh man, come on, man! Nobody wants to hear legal jargon this morning. They don't. Like I have to put my lawyer hat on. No, you don't. But I tell you what. Again, go to my Facebook feed. Go to Jason's Facebook feed. Go to Bed on the Bull uh, Facebook feed, and you can say, "Listen, I'm not just. This is not hyperbolic. I'm telling you, this is beautiful." By the way, uh, uh oh, I may have gotten you in trouble with somebody else. Uh, Jacques Passeleg just texted me and, and, and incredulously says, where's my helmet? Question mark, exclamation point. Go to bed on the bull.com. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's, He's a sponsor a though. With him being a sponsor. Can he, can he win? I think, I, I think he can because he's not, he's not an employee of, of the station. And with him not being a sponsor of this um, particular promotion, yes, Jock's eligible to win. 
Well, there you go. Jacques, it's that easy, buddy. Go to betonthebull.com. For anybody that's listening right now, go to betonthebull.com. How do you draw that, dude? Do you do it electronically? Do you have it all printed yeah. out? How does that? Yeah. No. I think the people want to know, Jason Bryant. Yeah, so so they just fill out a, a, a small thing, and I believe it's phone number, email address, address, and then the computer. It's called App Nevada. It's a program we use for all of our giveaways, and there's a database there, and we just hit pick winner, and it spits the name out. Okay. So that's, that's easy. And, and to clarify, Jock, I'm not handing out um, Carolina <laughs> Panther signed helmets to all of our sponsors. That's awesome, man. Uh, if you were to – okay, say you, you do you hit the pick winner uh, button tomorrow and Byron Shanks comes out, what, what's going to happen then? Um, <laughs> She'll send it to me. <laughs> uh, my promotions director will send it to me and with the information. And once I say, okay, this is legal, um, then I call the winner. But in that case, I would probably tell her to draw another one. Oh man! See, if you were to do it, and you called my number and say I've got a, a you know a burner phone or something like that, and you're like, uh, "Hello, man, I speak to Byron," and I would use this voice right here, okay? Yeah, you probably should uh, shouldn't have said that because that would have been a super funny story to tell if I had done that and only realized after I dialed the number and it showed up your name. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. Jason Bryant, the sales executive to the stars at WRNS, joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now. And uh, speaking of Byron Chang, did you, you know, you graciously, and you sent me this a couple of weeks ago, even a week or so before we uh, moved over to betonthebull.com, which by the way, dude, I am loving, man. I don't, I can't speak for, uh, I haven't really had an opportunity to get out and talk to listeners and stuff. I know you're out there beating the streets every day. I don't know what you're hearing, which I'm going to hear from you in a second, but you sent me uh, the three minutes and 12 seconds of, uh, of Brent Musburger, you know, doing all our little uh, station IDs and you know, liner. The, yeah, the one, what is it called? The business liners liners. Okay. There you go. Liner. See, dude, you got to remember, man, I'm not in the business like you are, but, uh, did you hear the one? Did you listen to all of them? Yes. Did you I hear did where he called? Did you hear where he called me Byron? Yes, I did. And then he stopped. Yeah, that was, a, <laughs> yeah, but that's what, that's what they do is they get in a student or a recording studio and he just hits record. And he just records, 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 and then he sends an entire file. So that's just a radio thing. But, yeah, that was pretty funny when, when he said Byron. And he called himself pretty quickly, though. He you did, gotta give yes. It to, he didn't even say Hanks. I kind of wish he would have said Hanks, dude. Yeah, that would have been funny. But, well, let me tell you this. So uh, John Dawson already has a copy of it, and uh, I think he's going to do some fun things with it, okay? Oh, that's funny. So if folks don't know, I long, it's a two minute story. I'm going to turn to 20 seconds. Uh, when I was with the holiday invitational up in Raleigh, it used to be the Glaxo Smith climb, Paul B and Cardi, who's a recruiting analyst or recruiting leader for ESPN bragged on, you know, what a great job that we did with our, uh, media portion of it, you know, with 200, uh, credentials, all this kind of stuff. And he said, I just want to give some, uh, some credit to, or something like that, some credit to the leader, to the director of the media at the holiday invitational Byron Shanks. That's pretty funny, dude. And let me tell you something. Charlie Casey has never let me forget it. 
Jonathan Massey, uh, I am Byron Chanks in his phone. I told this story, the short story yesterday with Jacques on the line, or uh, not with Jacques on the line. Jacques texted me and said, my name is now Byron Chanks in his phone too. So <sighs> to hear Brent Musburger say, Byron, I got to tell you, it uh, it struck a little blow there, Jason. No, it's not a blow. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so perfect when there's a, abnormal thing that happens people got to go with it so it's kind of like your picture up in it's kind of like your picture up in the uh locker room at Kensal high i have not seen that yet i'm planning on going by uh i I was trying to go by monday i wasn't able to i thought i was going to be able to yesterday i need to go by actually i've got to pay my uh you know the brian hanks show as is 960 bet on the bull we're both uh sponsors of uh of kinston high school and i've got to go by I, diesel's waiting on a check from me so can i get a picture of myself with this picture it's not my locker room that's what <laughs> diesel if he wants to show it to you i love it man i can't wait to see it i can't wait to see it okay let's talk so i tell you what uh i've got my uh sales executive to the star on the phone i better uh read an ad or two here what do you think I think that'd be great. That would be a great idea. Hey, for 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in, in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. Yes, classes began on Monday, but that does not mean that you can't get in here in fall semester. Late registration is going on. So, again, give them a call at 252-527-6223. And uh, tell them that Jason Bryant and Brian Hanks sent you from the Brian Hanks Show. You would appreciate that, right? Absolutely. LCC is a very big part of what we do. Um, not only your show, but the football and basketball broadcast. And they're wonderful partners. Um, I always love to help them and tell people about how exciting and all the things that are going on at LCC. Absolutely. I agree with you fully. Lastly, let's hit a, Hey, Spence automotive. Keith is listening right now. Spence automotive is where I get my car service. You get your car service there too. Don't you dude? I do. On Most of my stuff gets done there. Yes. But sometimes, um, obviously with my wife's vehicle and the dealership oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. contract we have. Yeah. So, well, and I'm but the, same the short deal. answer is yes. Uh, dude, I'm the same deal. Every set of tires I've ever got uh, that I've had on my car since the set that came on it, I bought at Spence Automotive. And there are certain things, like I've had a recall on my uh, camera. Have I told you that on my rear, you know, my backup camera? So I've, no. got, to t- I've got to take uh, the old Mustang to the dealership and get it, uh, get it fixed. And allegedly it's free, so I'm looking forward to that. And it has. It's been on the blink, so. Uh, but a recall but on that. So- do. Keith will do anything to help you out in a pinch. Oh, uh, dude, let me tell you, man. He inadvertently – I got to tell this story about Spence real quick. And, it, 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 hey, give Keith a call at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service when you need new tires. Tell him Jason Bryant, the Brian Hank Show, sent you uh, there too. But here's the deal. Have I told you about uh, – you remember when I had that accident, what, I guess two years ago now 
yeah. on uh, 70 and, you know, tore off the whole front of the car and everything. And, oh, and yeah. by the way, my insurance really did a great job. Uh, they're not a sponsor, so sorry, I'm not going to share who they are. But, uh, right. but my insurance did do a good job. But uh, I get the car back, and I'm in Greenville with Lyndon. All of a sudden, dude, uh, and this is two years ago, and all of a sudden my freaking uh, – temperature gauge just freaks out and dude there's smoke coming out and I'm like what the heck so uh to cut to the chase i take it over to spence and i'm like dude can you see what's happening the the place where i had had it fixed they hadn't hooked up the wire that goes to that from the like the front grill to my uh thermostat or whatever so it was just reading that it, it really wasn't even burning up but it was reading that it was okay so that's just one yeah. of my and he didn't even charge me for that dude spence didn't yeah. he's like man it took literally i saw that it wasn't connected i connected it and why would i charge you for that he's that kind of mechanic dude and on top of it too when i went on vacation you know when we went on uh you know the summer of linda tour and we went to alaska and we got engaged and all that i left my mustang there and there were several things that i had him look at including one of them was uh my cruise control hasn't been working lately jason because uh evidently there was some sensor that is broken or something it's gonna do right. it looks like it's gonna cost me a thousand twelve hundred dollars to get that replaced and we figured out i probably did it when i wrecked the car uh, a couple of years ago long story short he did something to it or one of his guys did something to it dude it's now working again how about that and did did he charge me for that either no i mean dude he's just that kind of guy probably dude not even probably one of the last honest mechanics out there jb well now he's gonna kill you because you're giving away free service at Smith automotive so <laughs> definitely tell me brian sent you for that not jason <laughs> okay man you, <coughs> you got me on that one you you? Check up. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah with emotion even okay uh that's spence automotive one of our day one sponsors we appreciate every single one of our sponsors thank you for being a part of the brian hanks show and a Friday night football. And before we jump into Friday night football, dude, I, I know if some sponsor called you today and said, hey, I would like to be a part of the Brian Hanks show and Friday night football and even basketball coverage when it rolls around in December and January, you're not going to say no to them, are you, Jason Bryant? Nope. Very simple fix for me. I add your logo to all of our stuff that we're doing. Um, I get my great guys in production at the office and the studio to – uh, redo the thing and get you um, tagged along with us, and we would love to have you. It's very exciting. We do a great job. We had some little technical kinks um, last week, and we have this week since the switch to VSIN, but we're on top of it, and we handle it um, as quick as we figure out uh, what to do. Alcan is great, and uh, working alongside with him, and I can get you hooked up, and we'd love to have more um, and show you how we can make your investment into this show and, and our Davis Wholesale Tire Game of the Week um, an investment for you and your business because we can drive people to do business with you. Absolutely. And uh, the best way, like I said, to do that, get in touch with my boy uh, Jason Bryant, just the best in the business, man, the absolute freaking best in the business. Uh, the sales executive to the stars, and you can do that by getting in touch with me. You can call 252-639-7900, or you can visit wrns.com backslash advertise, and I guarantee you, you do either one of those, you're going to be talking to Jason really soon, right? That's right. I will call you as soon as you make the effort. There you go. Okay, let's talk a little uh, high school football here for the next 20 minutes or so, and uh, let's begin 
with uh, – we're not going to go back and recap every single game last week, but I would like to uh, – because you had a unique view last week. You were there for about, what, almost a whole first quarter of the uh, Green Central North Lenore game. Then you drove over to Winterville and watched the rest of the uh, Kenston South Central game. So talk about unique perspective. Other than you and Brian North, that's uh, probably the only two people that did that last week. Uh, but let's start with Green Central and North Lenore. Dude, the Rams started out a little bit slow. They fall behind six to nothing. They have a turnover on their second possession. And uh, I got to tell you, man, uh, not looking so great for uh, Jay Wilson's Rams. Then all of a sudden, man, it was just like the light came on and they roll off 32 consecutive points. They end up rolling to the uh, 46 to 14 victory over North Lenore. I wanted to get your perspective. We got everybody else's at the end of the game last week. I wanted to get your perspective on that win. 46-14, Green Central over North Lenore. Yeah, they figured it out. Um, it was, I thought it was a very competitive football game with a lot of errors and mental mistakes, which was what happened early in the game, which was totally expected in week one, um, I think, with any football game. But Green Central settled in nicely, figured out what North Lenore was doing, and then just completely took control after I left. Sorry, North Lenore, I guess if I'd have hung around, it would have been better. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see this week, and I know we'll talk about this week. But, you know, Kent, Kenston had a rough go at it as well. Um, really slow start, got back in the game, and then faltered at the end. But that was a very good football game over there. It was very competitive. Oh. Um, I think – South Central is a little bit better than what um, we thought. They got a lot of athletes over there. Um, so we'll see what happens on Friday night with Green Central and Kenton. I think it's going to be a really good game, and I expect to see a little bit better football this week. Absolutely, and we're going to get to that in a moment. But, uh, again, just the way Green Central was able to turn on. Now, I gotta, I've got a bone to pick with you, though, Jason Bryant. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. How did you have information that was pretty critical – to uh, uh, what what happened in the game last week or the the quarterback situation, I didn't know about it. Honest to God, I didn't know about it until we did. You know, we do all our. Uh, for I, I hope people know that the uh, Real Discount Drugs pregame show that all those interviews that we do, they're not live. We do all those, uh, you know, Friday morning into Friday afternoon and all that. So when I talked to Jay Wilson about, I think it was about twelve twelve thirty last week. You know, he breaks it to me about the quarterback and about the situation there and everything that, you know, uh, they had an injury to their uh, rate, to their starting quarterback and they had to pull the JV quarterback up. And I'm like, wow, you know, I'm finding out all this stuff uh, Friday afternoon. Then he even gives us even more information with Paul in the uh, postgame interview about it. I, br- I share this with you after the game as we're talking to each other as I'm driving back from Green Central and you're driving back from South Central. And my boy, Jason Bryan, knew this a full 24 hours earlier, and you didn't even well, – actually, probably more than that, and you didn't even tell me about it, dude. Well, <laughs> in my defense, in my defense, we had so much going on Friday. And it, it was a lot of moving pieces. We were moving around. We were trying to fix technical issues. I didn't get to actually listen to Jay's interview because that's when we were going crazy trying to figure out stuff back at the studio. So I didn't hear his interview. And it, it just didn't even it just didn't even <laughs> click with me, and I don't know why I didn't say anything, because um, usually we do talk in depth about that. But it's just one of them things. I wasn't withholding permanent information because 
I mean, I assumed you knew because of how tight you and JR and how much y'all talk. So I don't know. I I just I thought it was out there. I didn't think it was a big secret. I promise I, mean, I, I did not know until he said something. And then it was only peripherally. I mean, he didn't go into super detail. Listen, Jay Wilson, who we both love to death, is he is a coach, okay? Now, he doesn't yeah. usually do the coach speak. He really doesn't. I mean, you know, Jay will tell you what he That's thinks. Right. and But he did do a pretty good job of holding that back. He did tell us who the starting quarterback was going to be, but he didn't go into all the detail about, you know, the car accident. And thank goodness that young man, uh, you know, made it through that with just some scratches and everything. I got to ask you this, and this will be a question that we probably will ask uh, Jay tomorrow. I don't know if you know the answer to this, Jason, but uh, the quarterback, is he going to be back uh, for Green Central in the next few weeks, or do we know how long he's going to be out? I have heard that he was progressing nicely, and there was a chance that he would play this week. Okay. Um that's all that I've heard. I'm not sure. So I guess it'll be a the old radio or sports cliche, a game time decision for them. Yeah. Is what I would guess. But um I just don't know. I mean I don't I don't know. Well, like I said, we'll uh we'll know more about that. And let me tell I will be asking Jay in depth questions about his quarterback tomorrow because he's going to be a guest here uh, on the Brian Hank show and then even in the uh, Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show for sure. Uh, but, uh, but again, uh, let's just reiterate, and I know you feel the same way, Jason. In fact, you said it in our conversation we had last week when we were, when we were both driving. You were just glad that the, the young man, uh, the Green Central quarterback, senior quarterback, is, uh, uh, is going to be all right, it looks like. Yeah, it's just, I mean, that's one of those things as a, as a parent and you just fear, you know, auto accidents or something or any accident in general. I mean, you just want your kids to be okay. So it looks like they dodged a huge, a huge bullet, something that could be, could have been way worse. And, you know, just thankful that he is okay. And it's, it wasn't a season ending or a career ending situation. So that's always something to be thankful for. Absolutely. That voice you're listening to is Jason Bryant. He's a sales executive at the Stars of WRNS. We are doing a, a little mini preview here of tomorrow night's uh, Green Central at Kenston game. Uh, you, you touched on it. You alluded to it, but I would like to get just you know a minute or two about uh, the Kenston South Central game last week, uh, a game in which uh, I got to tell you, I was shocked. I picked Kenston to win that. I think uh, a lot of us picked Kenston to win that. And uh, was it just, uh, we knew Kent's is going to be young. I mean, diesel said that on, uh, the air last week here on the Brian Hank show, he said it in the real discount drugs pregame show. We know the, the talent on that team and I'm, we're not denigrating any juniors or seniors or anything like that, but the, the key talent positions for Kenson this year, Jason, they're freshmen and sophomores this year. I mean, and, and that is the truth. And it starts with the copper kid who, is uh, by the way already being recruited and is going to be a uh, I think he's going to be a high D one recruit. Uh, just uh, your your observations from last week's loss in Wonderful. No, you touched on them. Very young, and I expect them to get better every week. Um, some growing pains, definitely. Um, the quarterback position will be fine. He's got to get better timing with his receivers. That's a lot of what Kenston does. Um, some balls that he threw. Um, he could have put a little bit more air under some of them. And then in the reverse, some of the ones that he needed to put some air in, he threw on a line. So, um, it's just minor things, but they'll, they'll clean all that up. 
and they'll get better each and every week. And I expect them to be, you know, rolling here shortly. How many games are they going to win? It's up in the air. I mean, you got to learn how to win when when you're that young. It's not given to you. Um, so they'll figure it out. But I mean, talking about South Central for a minute, I was impressed because everything that we had heard was not very positive coming not out of all. South Central. You're but, right, not at all. But, but I think South Lenore, or South Lenore, sorry, I think South Central um, has a lot of athletes and it's kind of a sleeping giant when you get the right person and the right fit in there. You know, I think it shows and I'm thinking they probably got the right guy because they were playing hard and looked like they bought in and uh, not a championship winning football team, but definitely a better football team than what I was expecting to see when I got there. Yeah, no doubt because uh, they were picked to finish last in that combo 3A, 4A conference area, but there's also some pretty doggone good teams in that conference too when you look at Jacksonville and New Bern and I believe is Havelock in that Havelock's not in that league, but uh man, it's just a really, really good conference and I'm with you that I really thought Kenston was gonna win that game uh last week. Okay, let's uh look at tomorrow night, uh, Green Central at Kenston. Green Central one and oh, uh at Kenston oh and one. Kenston leads the overall series fourteen to six, including uh before last year. Uh, they had beat uh, Green Central 14 of their previous 16 matchups, but really not. You know, people are going to, and I've said this a couple of times, people are going to see uh, last year's score and they're going to think that, you know, oh, that, that must have been a pretty good game. It really wasn't. I mean, uh, Green Central had led that game the entire time. Uh, uh, it was 32-6 to six with, uh, but what, a minute and a half left, and Kinsa scored two touchdowns in the last minute and a half, two minutes or so to make it 32-20. to 20. Uh, That's right. What What are you anticipating tomorrow? Now, you again? I didn't get to see it. Coach Jimmy Smith didn't get to see it. Paul didn't get to see it. You got to see both teams last week, dude. Which a lot of people didn't get to see with their own eyes. What are you anticipating tomorrow night, James? Uh, James, Jason. <laughs> call me what you want to. Just don't call me collect. <laughs> there you um, go. They. Uh, I expect Kenson has done a lot of O line and D line work this week. Um, getting ready for. Uh, Green Central's uh, front four or five. Um, I know that Green Central's going to run the ball. That's what they did last week. I don't know that they'll pass it a lot because I think Kenson's okay in the secondary and, and their linebacker positions. But I think it's going to be uh, who's better, tougher, more physical up front is going to win that game. And if Green Central can establish to run early, then, you know, Kenson will be um, – They'll have to do some adjustments to figure that out because you got to be able to stop the run against Green Central. That's what I see. Well, you will wait till tomorrow when we're doing the uh, pregame show and get your official prediction then. But uh, again, pretty excited about that game. It's our Davis Wholesale Tire game of the week. Don't forget, we'll have both Diesel and Jay Wilson here on the show tomorrow morning on the Brian Hanks show tomorrow morning. Then uh, the Rillo Discount Drugs pregame show. We'll have both of them leading into that game, too. Okay, uh, North Lenore, 0-1, uh, travels to Farmville, who I don't know if you heard my monologue. And I, you probably didn't, but, man, I just – Farmville, where they have come from in the last two or three years has just really been impressive. And it's almost like the sleeping giant that is Farmville Central was awakened last year after North Lenore beat them 
The Hawks only win of the season last year, by the way, 30-29. to 29. Farmville goes on to only lose three more games the rest of the season, and that was against uh, Green Central, against eventual champion West Craven, and then in the state playoffs. I tell you what, man, it, I guess my first question I want to ask, is Farmville back? I think they are, and it just comes down to athletes playing football, and they been basketball strong for so long and I think some kids have bought into the football program over there and I do think they're back I think I think North North's gonna have a long night tomorrow night and un- unfortunately for them and their first year head coach um I think it's just something they got to get through but I I think Farmville's gonna roll tomorrow night I do think they're back and I I think they're gonna have a special season down there I agree with you. I agree with pretty much about 100% of what you said right there. We do have to throw this out there, though, man. Uh, yes, North and North got beat last week, uh, but they led early, 6 to nothing. And I never – I got to tell you, this was the thing that impressed me the most, Jason. Just last year, I will. I think I'm always going to look back at the 2022 uh, North and North season. It's just a lost season. I mean, and I'm not denigrating the coach. I'm not denigrating the kids or the whatever there. It just wasn't a good match. I mean, it just really wasn't. Regardless of whatever anybody wants to say, it wasn't a good match. You would see the kids just quit early. We did, what, three or four North and North games last year, and you saw shoulders drop last year. You saw kids throwing helmets on the sideline, talking back to coaches. I got to tell you, dude, and I kept my eye pretty close to this. I asked Paul about it, who walked the sideline last week and was watching it intently. Dude, there was none of that last week with Larry Dale, uh, the new head football coach at North Lenore. Well, that's a great that's a great sign, and it's unfortunate that stuff like that does happen. But you're talking about you know teenagers at yeah. the end of the day. Oh yeah, and and everybody wants to win, and I just think that's a culture thing. And kudos to to Coach Dale if if he's got it reined in because if they buy in. We all know how many athletes are at North and North High School, and good things will come if you trust the process and you believe in, in your coaching staff and what they're trying to do. And if they're not putting you in bad situations, they're prepared well. So give them a chance. Let them roll into it. It's only week two, and see where they're at. You know, midseason will be a good telltale sign. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say let's see where they're at at the end of the season because, you know, we talk about numbers, but their numbers look great the other night. Yep. Uh, it looked like they had a great squad. Um, so let's just see where they're at mid-year because, you know, we're going to have injuries and stuff. But let's see if they can get the ball rolling and learn from every week and, um, you know, stick with it. I was on I was on that 0-11 team in 95 that had a bunch of sophomores playing. We didn't have great numbers in the senior in the junior and senior class. And, and we struggled, but it ended up paying off at the end for the guys coming up. So let's just see what happens with them over, over the next couple of weeks and see where they're at. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, next game, uh, a pair of teams that were shut out last week. Uh, South Lenore 0-1 at Jones Senior 0-1. Uh, South Lenore, who yeah, I've picked – I've got great things happening for them this year, uh, Jason. You know, uh, as you well know, I have uh, – I'm – I'm putting myself out there. I really do, man. I think the Blue Devils are going to be pretty good. They lose 22 to nothing uh, in a game that was closer than the final score indicated up in North Johnston last week. Jones Sr., dude, uh, 54 to nothing lost last week. Um, it just, 
I, I, I still advocate that I think there should be eight-man teams in the NCHSAA, and I swear to God, Jason, I think Jones Sr. should be one of those. I think Seven Springs should be one of those. I think those Halifax County schools, even maybe, uh, you know, some of those coastal schools, uh, 1A schools should be it. Dude, I think it's going to be uh, – I think South North is going to take out some frustrations tomorrow night in Trenton. What do you think? I think so, too. I look for them to roll and get – and get it going. Uh, just, it just doesn't add up. So I think they'll figure it out too. But, I mean, it's a it's a learning curve for these kids, man. Uh, a lot of these kids, football is not the first sport. So when you get into it and you think, I mean, they're on a limited practice and, 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 and workout schedule, and I expect them to be better as well. So I think, I think they ran into a buzzsaw last week. I think they got a – a very good North Johnson team that was um, not a lot of people knew about, but I think they know now. So watch out for them in, in their conference as well because I think they're a lot better than what people thought they were. I that might not be a bad loss for South North at the end of the year. No, 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 no. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think North Johnson, uh, talking to my boy Randy Caps, he's got big expectations for uh, the, I think they're the Panthers of uh, North Johnson. He's got, he he thinks they're going to be better than they were there. I think they were only three and eight last year, but there's a lot of returning players, yada, yada, yada. I think they're going to be good. Real quick, we got a quick hit. These as our uh, second hour guest is going to be joining me here in a little bit. Uh, Parrot Academy last week, dude. I don't know if you heard my earlier stat. They lost 47 to nothing last week uh, down at Harold's Christian Academy. Tied for the ninth worst loss in uh, program history. How about that, dude? And on top yeah. of that, too. Well, and on top of it, too, dude, their worst loss in 10 years. Yeah, well, we all know what Coach Beam is trying to do. He, he schedules these 11-man games because he, he didn't have to do that. He could have – he could have – started a week late he could have done several different things so i think they learned some stuff last week as well i think they'll be fine but i mean that's a that's a really good 11-man football team that he played last week and i don't i don't read too much into it when they get into their conference play and make a run of the state championship in the eight man i i think they'll be fine so i i'm just not reading too much in into what happened last week for them I agree wholeheartedly. They play Northwest Halifax uh, tomorrow night, a, a team that uh, lost their season opener last week, too. It'll be another 11-man game. It'll be the first meeting ever between Arundel Parent Academy and Northwest Halifax. Richlands, Liberty Christian, and Bethel Christian open both their seasons tomorrow. We're not even going to talk about that. I know nothing about them, but uh, we'll uh, get them in. Here's my last question. Uh, or uh, last game that I want to look at, dude. And I know you feel the same way I do. I don't know if we talked about it. Aiden Grifton. Uh, travels to Riverside, Martin, uh, Aiden Grifton, that amazing 10 to eight win, uh, after losing what 12 or 14 games in a row, didn't win a game last year, uh, one and oh at, uh, Riverside Martin tomorrow night. Uh, dude, how happy were you for, uh, for our good friend, Paul Cornwell last week, dude? Well, it's not just them. Everything's better when when kids buy in and, and are comfortable in the situation. And Coach Cornwell being back, that was very evident. Um, he knows how to get his troops to rally behind him. He knows how to do those things. So it's just better when Aiden Griffin's relevant in football, and that was a great first step for them to what could be a really good year for them. Very good. Well, listen, uh, Jason Bryant, uh, is this? are we going to make this a, a regular slot here for you on Thursdays? 
we can do it, man. I like it. Uh, well, I'm fine. I'm speaking into existence. Listen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We will see you uh, tomorrow night uh, at Viking Field. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. So let's get it done. Tune in. There you go. Uh, that wraps up our first hour of the Brian Hanks Show. Coming up, Martin White here on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.